I'm coming, no, it is cause I didn't pray for it. I'm in a suit, day and night, yeah, I done slave for it. I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it. State to state, different cities with the gang touring. He ain't a beast, if he played, I had the gang storm him. It's on the love of you, my brother, we got the same story. Yeah, what you know about a kick, though? You wasn't with me, I was... Let me be quiet back there. <laughs> Beautiful people! What's happening? It's your boy, Smith, man. We coming again with public comment. You know how I do, man, my show... I'm proud to say, like, man, I think I'm about in my 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 second year doing the, uh, the the podcast, but we've had different seasons within those two years, and I think I've shared a lot of information based on the formula that you know I created this upon, which is another you know conversation we can have another time. Uh, but now I'm proud to say that like this series, uh, the summer series, Black Women 2023 is just man gaining momentum uh we have another fabulous guest joining us today this one might this one might this one might go somewhere uh like you know before well you hear her in the back so before you know we had my little cousin on uh and so now we're going up to annie i'm gonna go all in um i invited my sister on like real blood sister like it's just me and her this mom and dad stuff right but the purpose of that people is just to let you know like you know super women super black women come in all shapes and sizes. We can't just think that it's just people like Michelle Obama and, you know, all at Rosa Parks and, uh, you know, wonderful black women are in our lives every day. And we just have to acknowledge them and, and sensationalize them. But before we get to the bio and introducing my sister, you know, again, public comment, you know how to find me, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm out there. We're doing it. Um, always trying to provide some motivational, some educational, some inf information uh, for you in a positive light. Okay, so with all of that said, I'm proud to uh, kick this uh, next episode off. Um, and I want to just read again. We're going to talk about bios at some point in the time in, in this world, in this history. We got it. We got folks, folks, get a bio together. So I tap in with my sister. I'm like, yo, says, send me a bio. She said, I don't have one. I said, okay. And then a couple of minutes later, she sent me one. So I'm going to read the bio, but I'm going to indulge a little bit. Um, so it's my sister, uh, the beautiful Jane Wesley. Um, she's a, uh, no, she's a mom. She's a wife. She's a daughter. She's a granddaughter. She's an auntie. Um, she's a cousin. She's a friend. Um, and, you know, the crazy part about life is, you know, like the person you marry kind of imitates your family members. So um, mm -hmm. I could see where where some of my wife's uh, traits uh, I see in, in my sister or, or, or vice versa. Uh, so Jane Wesley, uh, business owner over 30 years. That's that's three decades, sis. Mm -hmm. I know um, she, she ran a, a business, a child care business for 24 years. Uh, she's currently the owner and proprietor of So Shea uh, Butter Boutique. Uh, she's a seamstress. That, that's a trade that's, uh, mm -hmm. man, we just don't talk about that uh, enough. But all of the businesses that we want to do and get in that bag and, you know, selling shirts and making hats, you know, uh, man, maybe we can uh, get some young folks into this sewing game. Um, she teaches sewing lessons to children. So there's a tag, there's a plug for you right there. Tapping with my okay. sister. Uh, she's a member of two native tribes, Montauk and Nipmunk, uh, which that makes me two people. But two and two people is mad. It's mad. Uh, she's the second oldest granddaughter of 70 plus grandchildren. We might get into that. Mm. Um, she holds an associate degree in human service management, uh, mother of, of my nephews. She's the mother of two of my, 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 my twin nephews. Married for 27 years uh, to my, my brother-in-law, uh, who she's been knowing since, you know, their early childhood. And this one is this this one is amazing. Not to say the other ones aren't, but this kind of sheds light on why I'm doing this. Uh, she's the first African-American uh, to graduate from the city of Fairfield 101 Academy. Sis. Yeah. Say what's up to the people, sis. Hello, people. Hello, people. That's so. I might have to, my my sisters. My sisters. I, I'm the talkative one of the month. Exactly. So, you know, I'm the talkative one. Of, so y'all might y'all might kind of uh, get to know me a little bit. Like, man, how how y'all related? Uh, how you feeling today, sis? You looking beautiful. Thank you. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm sitting here 
trying to get through the seat. Okay. Okay. You know, just you chilling gonna, in my chair. You're going to be all right. Um, I am. I am. You're going to be all right. Um, I know I put you on the spot, but I want to thank you, sis, from the bottom of my heart for joining me today on my podcast. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if, if I'm going to have a summer series documenting uh, and highlighting and sensationalizing, you know, black woman, then, it, then I definitely have to have you on. Uh, you played a large role in my life. Um, and again, I just want to thank you for joining me today. Um, because without you, ooh, boy, this world be in trouble. <laughs> ooh, if they only knew. If they only knew. Well, we won't ooh. talk about that because we're here to talk about you. Right. Um, right. So, sis, sis, uh, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank um, you. You know, these questions aren't going to be more of the questions. He's going to just, like, kind of get to know it. You sharing mm -hmm. your your life journey in this mm -hmm. world and navigating, you know, this world. So I just like for you to kind of just start uh, and just go back to the beginning. Like, you know, what was childhood like growing up? What were some of those mm -hmm. lessons you learned? How did those how did you learn those lessons? You know, who were inspirational people? You mm -hmm. know, how how did you you know, once you navigated adolescence and teenage years and, and mm -hmm. you know how did they stay with you how did you recollect and, and circle back so just talk about that growing up and learning those life lessons and becoming the young lady that you eventually turned into be the woman you are today mm -hmm. well um let me see i come from a whole different era a whole different era so of course i was in rhode island um a neighbor just south providence that's, that's all I knew as a kid. Right. Um, everybody's mother, they either worked or they didn't work. So you always had women around um, taking care of all the kids, neighborhood kids. Uh, if you got smacked, everybody got smacked. It was, it was that kind. I'm going to tell your mother when she gets home. There was always women around. But seeing those women... And the majority of them were African-American women. When you look back on it, those were strong women mm. because they had to endure a lot. Ooh. Yes. Yes. They had to endure a lot. And I seen them fight. I don't, I don't mean fist fight, but I did see, did see a couple of that. Hey, now. But, oh, yeah. And your hey, mother now. was one. Hey, shout hey. out, mom. Yeah, she was she was not to be played with. <laughs> she didn't, they used to call her they used to name her after some some boxer. But mm. what what her fight was um I came through the time of when um the ending of kind of like the civil rights movement, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. so I honestly in in today's society i'm glad i was born when i was born because i got to see the real fight the real fight not of um uh, marching through the streets which mm -hmm. eh, they did but i seen the real fight i've experienced the real fight from um african-american people who were thirsty mm. who were mm. really fighting mm didn't have the tools that they had today mm -hmm. um i re i was uh part of situations where my school was probably maybe two blocks away and they took our school and they it was um it, it was in the middle of our neighborhood they took our school and they revamped it mm. and what they did was they put all the new um, what I want to, all the new technology back then, <clears throat> all the model things that kids need to learn with. So then they call it a model city school. Okay. So what yeah. they did was, every kid that lived in the neighborhood, they bust us out to like schools across town. Every kid in the neighborhood was going to a different school, and they bust all mm. white kids in mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they wanted their kids to have that education, that hands-on, that science laboratory. Mm. That, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
the the math they wanted them to have that so we had to be bussed out in the winter in the snow standing waiting for a bus but our school was right there right and i remember sitting in people you know they don't call them sit-ins now <coughs> but back then it was sit-ins mm -hmm. where they they call them a riot now <laughs> yeah. They done leveled up big time. Yeah, they call it a riot they, now. They call them riots. And and I remember sitting in the Board of Education building with our parents, fighting and demanding wives, our kids got to be. So I experienced that. I've experienced um, when Martin Luther King got killed that day. I remember. So I was with our father. And then I, that's the first time I heard the word colored. Hmm. I was, hmm. we were sitting on the porch and where we were, we were right off the main street, kind of like what people in the Oakland area would know is like an East 14th street, mm -hmm. International Boulevard. Mm -hmm. We lived right, we could see it. And as soon as Martin Luther King was killed, you know, they started rioting and burning stuff down, but our dad, was sitting on a little like wooden crate and I was standing there and all of a sudden I watched him kind of like ease on into the hallway and I couldn't figure out what he was doing and so I asked him why are you in the hallway and he said because they're going to pick up every colored man they can mm. and that stuck I mean I remember that just as clear as it was yesterday. right right so these are the little, I don't know if you want to call them gems. Or, they ain't little. They ain't little. Yeah. Why, why you have to hide? And, yeah. and that's the first time he said a, a colored man. Mm. And But I knew, okay, so it must be all the black men in the right. neighborhood. They were just right. picking them up. Right. You know, so it's those little things that nowadays you might... You, you're not gonna experience that, but you experience things on a whole different level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, as far mm -hmm. as you know, gun violence and killing our youth. So, so, and I, because I, 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 everything you just said is 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 fascinating to the mm -hmm. point that we're at a we're at a point in time where I don't think a lot of young people even understand exactly mm -hmm. what you just said, right? Mm -hmm. So now you you see this, you you exposed to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does that do to you? I mean, what like. I mean, because you're saying you watching white kids come to your brand new school mm -hmm. and now, you know, you see your father, our father, you mm -hmm. know, say, introducing you to these words mm -hmm. I mean, as you get older. I mean, like, I mean, you, I'm sure it, you got to reflect on it. Like, OK, you, well, do. Well, you know, you do. You it, it, it stays with you is yeah. what you witnessed it. You know, it, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, sis. Uh, folks, I'm going to ask my sister somebody. Do you think that traumatized you? Do you, do you think that's trauma like? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. When you see your dad ease on into a hallway and he says, "Well, they're going to pick up a proud a proud black man. A proud Oh yeah. Man. Oh, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, I'm but serious. that yes. He yeah. was he was well known in our community. Our father was well known, not in a bad way, mm -hmm. but in a way of he was one of what we consider strong black men mm -hmm. in the wasn't didn't sit around, do nothing, hard worker. He was very uh, respected. So for him to have to belittle himself, right, right, to do right. that, it had to be. Yeah, life changing. Yeah. I mean, you remember that. Yeah, and now as you as you as you get older, and now you start to you know navigate high school and you know early adulthood, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, where where, where where's your mindset to, now? It, <laughs> can I really say? <laughs> hey, it's your show. You say what you want or don't want or don't want to say. You know, it's it's <sighs> the shit ain't changed. There we go. It ain't changed. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. can, we can, and like my husband says, we can do all this technology. We can have AI. We can have all this crap, but we still can't get rid of racism. Say that. Say that. 
it's all, all this all this modern technology don't we, mean nothing don't mean that we we still don't mean nothing because racism is going to be there it's going to stay it ain't going nowhere but you got to learn how to maneuver mm -hmm. yourself through the bs absolutely get to where you want to go mm -hmm. you you have to learn that you know it's funny because um william our son he had he called us today and the conversation he had with us about being in the military and knowing that once he enters a room, first thing people know is he's an African-American. Everything else comes after that, but that's what comes first. Say that and, again, sis. Say that again, sis. Yeah. It does, when you walk out your door, you, you whether you're a female or you're, and you're a person of color, that follows you and everything else. It doesn't matter if you're cute. It doesn't matter if you're wealthy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But your Absolutely. skin color shows up. And so the conversation we was having, he was, I was so proud of my son. Say I that. said, you know what? Shout you, out, nephew. You, you come a long ways from Popeyes, you know, <laughs> and his his i can see his maturity mm -hmm. and you know he's moving up the ladder in the military and like he said the more i move up the ladder the less i see people that look like me mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and i was like you are exactly right so yeah all so, that you no so, so now now you get into early adulthood your jane is set free to, to move about to find out who Jane is. What some of, what, what were some of those moments like? You know what? I was a, a risk taker. I was a risk taker. And when I look back at it, now that I'm it's a family thing, people. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And now now that I'm um, it, you know, I have hindsight. Absolutely. You know, we all do. And the older you get, the more you reflect on your life. You're like, man, the Lord was with me. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he got me right. out of that one, right. but he was with me. But those right. are the experiences that I experienced, but I'm glad I was able to, to get through them. Plus, yeah. when you have parents that instill in you, look, you got good sense. You got common sense. You know how to make. You know how to make that decision. Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. I feel sad for young kids who don't mm -hmm. have that um, mentor or person that they can go to that can guide them. Because mm -hmm. well, to me, all parents are—they're your tour guides in life. Say they, that. Yeah. Say that. They, they've been there. It's like, right. I'm, whatever I tell my kids, whatever I tell your kids, I'm never going to steer you in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to bump your head. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, you know. It's so it, it, it sounds like it sounds like you had expectations. It sounds like you had expectations other than, you know, just run amok and figure it out on your own. You know, oh yeah. 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 Those expectations. Yeah. Right? I had expectations of myself. I knew where I wanted to go. I knew what I wanted to do, but it was how can I say it? It was kind of hard getting there because mm -hmm. even though our parents they did the best they could. Mm -hmm. But there was a lot of things that I didn't know. I, right. I did not know there were black colleges. Mm -hmm. Didn't know it. Well, we still have kids that don't know that. So that is terrible. It is. It is. I didn't know about black colleges until school days. Movie came. I'm like, <laughs> hey, you ain't the only one. I'm sure there was like, a many million more. Black college. Right. And then again, hindsight. Mm. It's like, man, had I known. My, I probably would have went that route, but I wasn't in that environment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. were in an environment where, look, we'll be eating Friday. We got enough money to make it. <laughs> right. Real, I mean, uh, but again, I mean, I, I think that 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 speaks more than just 
the household. I think it probably speaks for a community at large. Oh, like, yeah. You know, we need to worry about the, the, the lights being on and getting through this week. You know, uh, whatever yeah. else you find on your own, you know, more power to you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And, and, and so with that being said, sis, like, how did you how did you end up eventually becoming uh, this businesswoman, this entrepreneur, if you will, uh, you know, uh, uh, for all of these years? I mean, how did how did you you know, you said you knew what you wanted to do, but then how did we you know, how did this young lady end up? Oh, I'm a businesswoman now. Let me let me jump into this business world game. I I think I think that's where our father's trait came in and said bullshit with this yeah um i could do it i could do this you know i a business owner me i never seen it never seen it coming but then my eyes got open and i was like i can do this i can do this and after 24 years and you have daycare kids who are now adults mm -hmm. still calling you mm -hmm. still running up to you on the street Miss you know that type of thing mm -hmm. i felt as though my job was done right That's i did awesome. it right i was a, a um um a good um mentor mm -hmm. for the kids mm -hmm. that i and i counted them over the years that i did daycare i did a hundred kids Wow. I did a hundred kids. Wow. And I feel very proud of that because all three of my people, all three of mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, the, uh, I, I, I really, because it's childcare and because that's kind of where I'm at and helping young folks. And this mm -hmm. is the reason I'm doing this to, to make sure that young people know young parents, you know, who are entering into this daycare world that mm -hmm. is, the financial burden that it is. I mean, what's some advice that you could give young parents who are entering into the daycare arena? Uh, with their own kids or? Absolutely, with their kids. <clears throat> well, number one, I think daycare is fantastic for kids. Mm -hmm. And the, to me, the earlier, the better. Mm -hmm. um, because they're around other kids, that, that whole thing. I, I, I think you know, instead of being latched on to their parents. And don't get me wrong, I know parents got a bond and, mm -hmm. and I get that. But the sooner you get them into daycare, I think the more, the faster they learn. Because mm -hmm. they're around, they're being stimulated. They're right. around the kids. They're, and with the things that they have out today, technology and all that, it, you know, I, well, I wasn't one to stick a tablet in front of a kid and let you mm -hmm. be on, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so not what we're doing. No, we're hands on. Yeah, yeah. You know, go outside and, and 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 dig a ditch. Oh, let me tell you, I think my daycare kids have went to every park in the city of Fairfield because it's like we're not sitting here. We're not being in this house. We're not. Right. You ain't sitting in front of a TV. It's summer. We are going to the park. I don't care. We just lay on a blanket mm -hmm. and look up at the trees and the sun and hear the city and hear those things. But that's what we're gonna do. Right. Right. You know. And and then and then and then with with that, uh, you know, I think that's great information, right? Like get them in daycare early so they can so they can grow around people. Be stimulated. Yeah. Right, be stimulated, right? Mm -hmm. Black folks, black folks, listen to me. Stop asking for discounts because your family does daycare. It's a job, right, sis? It's a business. It's, you run the business. It's 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 a business. It's, it's a, a business. job. You don't ask Macy's for you know two for one i mean you might they might do it but right right you know they, they're they're volume but mm -hmm. a, a, a daycare provider she just or they they don't just get the money mm -hmm. you you have insurance you gotta this you gotta pay everything that a parent is paying in their house a daycare provider is paying in their house absolutely absolutely you know, mm -hmm. they, it's the same thing and people mm -hmm. And plus, you are you are letting us care for your most precious commodity in your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. You are trusting us. Absolutely. You know, so if you are trusting us, and and we're gonna give you at least I hope so. Most mm -hmm. of them out there, mm -hmm. 
is going to care for your child, why would you ask for a discount? Right, right. You don't, you don't ask for, I mean, yeah, people ask for discounts all the time, but there's just some things you don't ask for discount. That's your kid. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. You want the best. If, if, exactly. if, if that's your child, you want the best. So you might as well invest in it invest, properly. Invest um, and know that discount. Let me tell you one little hint. Absolutely. Go ahead. If you're looking for daycare. First thing you want to ask, let me use your bathroom. <laughs> let me use your bathroom. Because your bathroom is going to tell me how your date, how you are as a kid. Don't get me wrong. If kids are using your bathroom all day, I know it's going to get dirty. Da, da, right, da, da. right, right, right. But at the same time, there's other things that you can look at in the bathroom. See, see. see? Folks, y'all better listen. It better use that bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, I, it sounds I, stupid, but. Well, no, that's not stupid. That's when, when if you don't know as a new parent, now. I got my children are grown. I got a grandson. That's right. Because of my kids going to your daycare, it never even dawned on me to look in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, even that the we can all learn something. Um, exactly. Young exactly. people, you just got some free game on. You know, don't See, worry I, about don't worry about how the people look. Check their bathroom. Check their bathroom out. Bathroom. See, I'm like this. If if someone says, "Hey." Um, my kids is going to, um, you know, I'm thinking about certain daycares. I'll go with you because right. I know what to look for. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. what to look for. I know to see if that vanilla extract is in the cabinet when licensing comes in, it's not supposed to be in the cabinet mm -hmm. or free access. It's like, supposed to be way up on top of the refrigerator, even if it's a butter knife yeah. and not in the, the regular cabinet drawers there's yeah. little things the ajax ain't supposed to be under the sink it's supposed mm. to be locked there's little things like that that wow. you gotta watch out for wow. and some people might take it as damn she being nosy well yeah this might kid coming here right 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 yeah i, I think yeah. i got the right to be nosy exactly because my kid is in your house yeah I'm hey wait on my show you learn some things people don't be <laughs> don't don't sleep on my show you just got some free game um, oh, yeah. so with that, the, thanks, parents, parents, that was for you. That was free. That was, um, that was free. Future entrepreneurs of daycare. What's one of the biggest challenges or, or myths uh, about uh, providing daycare, sis? <sighs> the biggest challenge is if you can have a, um, a good relationship with a parent, it's going to go a little smooth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you have a challenging parent, see, all money ain't good money. Say that. Say that. It, 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 all money ain't good money. If, 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 and what I used to do is, okay, we're going to test this for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, we're going to test this for two weeks because you might not like my services. Mm -hmm. And I might not like your kids. <laughs> Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. Yeah. Real I talk. might not be able to handle them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I might need to, be, they might need to be in, in a small environment because you're going to realize mm -hmm. I have a large daycare. Mm -hmm. So if, if, and some kids need more attention than others, you know, mm -hmm. so you got to pick what kind of, you know, what age you're going to deal with. What do you My want? My sister is being extremely politically correct and polite right now. <laughs> with where, the words from you. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Hey, I don't like your kid. It's best they don't come. And <laughs> I did that to one person out of all the years. I was like, mm, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> not here, buddy. Not here. No, I ain't going to jail for nobody's children. Right. Right. Because again, at the end of the day, it's a business and I got to make business. sure that I stay in business. Exactly. It's right. a business. So if you can, if you can have a, a at least a, a good rapport mm -hmm. with um, a family that, that makes it oh, just a whole lot easier. Um, another challenge is believe it or not, is children's nutrition. Oh. Children's nutrition. Okay. I could I can spot when my daycare kids was all eating, I can spot what kids ate good meals at home. Not good meals, but they they had good eating habits. And I could tell what kids uh junk foods mm -hmm. and fast foods, stuff like that. 
And there's some parents who is like, yeah, I know they're there, but if they want all that junky, junky stuff, you, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, that's not what we do here. We having some spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Look, my kids want to make gumbo. They, that's what saying. You're going to make some gumbo? You, those got. Hey, I know. I used to watch it. My sister used to have like steak and potatoes and shrimp. They got to eat. They got to learn yeah. eating habits. Yeah. Not so McDonald's and. And so I, I, I think like what I took out of that, folks, if you listen and, you know, closely and paying attention, uh, one of the things about being a businesswoman, especially in the child care industry is all money and good money. Basically, we talk about the bag, right. everything in that bag ain't ain't what you want. You know, mm -hmm. so young people, when you start your own business, understand there's some things you got to say no to, mm -hmm. you know, just because you see that bag in front of you, you know, you, you, you have to do your diligence and, exactly. and, 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 and do it right. Um, no, that that's phenomenal information. I, I says thank you because I mean, like, I, I learned a lot right there just in that little bit of things you know I, I didn't even know. Um, mm -hmm. and, and the service that you provided, I think, you know, is phenomenal. Again, I'm sure you know my kids would approve of it. Um, <clears throat> you know, and and so I mean, we're, we're man, we 30 minutes in and we still, mm. you know, yeah, uh, the so I, I want to I want to take that, I want to take your, your experiences of, of, of that. And, and then they're a business, right? Mm -hmm. And talk about being a mom. Talk about Ooh. being a mom. Because now you know you don't you didn't you don't you don't went through it, you don't you hit the journey, businesswoman, all of this. Now now you're a mom. Like, what is a mom like? Ooh. Ooh. Huh. Well, what is a black mom specifically? Because oh. you got two boys. Oh, what, yeah. what is a mom, black mom. What is that, sis? Talk about that. Now, I, don't, I again, like I tell the other ladies that was on here, I don't want to, you know, like the pity party. Oh, it's tough. You, know, I want the the love, the you know, the wonderful stories. It's we all know it's trying. I, I'm not a woman, but oh yeah, you know, yeah. You, know, you yeah. can speak on that as well. But like, really talk about being a black a black mom. For one thing, you're a proud mom. Say that. You're a proud, regardless, you are a proud mom and you will go, you don't play, N not, not with your kids. Well, you don't play with them anyway, but mm -hmm. when it comes to other people, messing with your kids, knowing that to, if you know your kid, one thing about a black woman is if, if we know our kids did something wrong, we're going to address it. Correct. We ain't going to hide it under the rug. It's, no, that's my little, my little. Travy, he ain't no, yeah, that's my kid. That's the kind of show I got, people. She didn't say Bobby, she didn't say Jimmy, she didn't say Chad. She said Travy. Travy. That's what you know, our kids. but we're gonna go above and beyond and we're gonna fight for our kids, especially our boys. Mm -hmm. We know that every time they walk out that door, we gotta pray and hope that they come back in. Or whatever door they're at, and it's even not worse. But it's even, but it is worse when they're not under the same roof as you. Because now you got to pray even more that wherever they are, they are making it back safe to wherever it is they're staying. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We had to give give our kids that talk. You know, with driving, with even even when uh, William came home, he's twenty three. When he just came, he my son surprised me. This now, this is this is what a, a black boy would do for his mom. He drove sixteen hours. I didn't even notice. He just drove sixteen hours to surprise me and to hug me, mm -hmm. and I had no idea. However, when he was home, he was playing his music real, real loud. And yeah. So we had to tell him, his dad had to talk to him, look, you don't want to bring no, and it's sad. You don't want to bring no attention to you, mm -hmm. you know? And it's sad that our sons have to uh, abide by certain things just so they can maneuver through the day. Does that make sense? The invisible they laws. That only exactly. we know about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They have to maneuver through. They got to do certain things. They can't do certain things because they don't want to be the next statistic. Mm -hmm. And as a mom, 
that is my worst fear is getting that phone call you know mom you know if i hear mom from their voice i'm like okay but if i hear some detective or somebody saying is this the parent of that takes me to a whole different level right you know what i'm saying absolutely absolutely so Um, i think as a black mom we have we hold our kids to the highest mm. because we have to worry about them the most. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but white parents don't have to worry about their kids the most when they go out the door. It is no right. big, no big shits, none at all. Right. So we have to endure more, even for your sons. Your sons are like my sons. Absolutely, absolutely. Some goes down. Look, as old as I am, oh, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. Because that's family you know that's our unit no absolutely absolutely and and i know that you know and i appreciate that you know um and again you know just being a black mom like you know talk about like some of the celebrations the joyfulness like you know how like your heart is moved just by seeing them smile you know i mean because i know it's there oh yeah yeah now i you know my kids were adopted i put that out there and nothing they means still, absolutely nothing because they they look and act like us you would think that i get i couldn't love them more if i gave birth to them myself say that so so but going back to during that time when we was going through that process um and my son he loves for me to tell the same story over and over <laughs> because we were sent to a picnic to walk, to to look at the kids that were available. I kind of didn't like it because it's like, they're not freaking cattle. Right, right, right. They're kids. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I understand you want they to interact with the kids and everything. But anyway, we went and um, somebody bring our sons there um, because they felt me and Wes was gonna be a good fit. The kids didn't know they were there for that they were just playing so as sir walked past me i was sitting at sitting at a uh, picnic table by myself and as sir walked past me never seen this kid in my life he walked right past me i said that's my son right there Hmm. not even knowing he was gonna be my son one day so he likes for me to tell that story you know he likes for me to tell that story. Um, I'm proud of my kids because of the challenges they had to go through. And they went through some challenges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they were labeled. Mm-hmm. And they they were set up not to progress in life. They were set up not to succeed in life. They were set up to just be aged out of the system mm-hmm. and just whatever happened to him happened to them but me and my husband when they handed us their files the things that were in their files some people would cringe and be like mm-hmm. no nah, i can't do that <clears throat> so we were like you know what as a person, I wouldn't want no one to judge me by a file because I'm more than a file. Wow. So we handed the file back to them and said, no, we're going, we're moving forward with these two, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we did. Yeah, it wasn't easy, but it was now that with hindsight, we look at it and it was like some of the things that was going on was funny. Right, right, you know, right. It was funny and we can, we can laugh about it now. Right, right. Yeah. I mean that that that's just that's just I think that 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 is you know the parent trait. Like you could laugh because at the time some of the things going down like well, I'll break your neck. You <laughs> exactly. But and then one of them had nerve enough. We was having a disagreement. You know when you're under eighteen and you're in the system. You know Ooh. they all have a lawyer. Mm-hmm. They all have a lawyer. And um, he sat there. Now he was in trouble with something, and he goes, "Well." I think I want to see my lawyer. Yeah. I said, what? I hope my brother-in-law showed him the lawyer. <laughs> he said, he goes, I think I want to see my lawyer. Yeah, okay. But now we sit back and we laugh about right. that. 
Right. You know, yeah. remember you want to see your lawyer? Boy, I give you yeah. a lawyer. You know? And I think, uh, thank you for sharing that story. Uh, you know, I think that's powerful. Like, you know, you know, I think, I think as humans, we're, we're, we're trained and we're conditioned to believe that, you know, the only way you can have children or be related to them is through childbirth, you know, no. or, or, or the process. But for you to say that speaks volumes about being a mom, just about that connection that was already there. You know, I say this all the time, like, we on a journey that was already put in front of us. We just traveling the road. Everything else is in place. And exactly. you know, that, that relationship was supposed to happen just the way exactly. it, it is. And, and, and you, I mean, you, works. you, you know, you helped raise my kids, hey, that's my nephew. you know, love them, and, you and know. the thing about that is it, and I'll put this out there adoption. If you can do it, that is the most biggest service you can do mm-hmm. is to take on another child. Absolutely. A child you don't even know. A child who's coming with so much baggage you probably may have never experienced, but you're willing to go that mile with that child just to make them and hope that they become a productive adult in this world. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. adoption is so important. Absolutely. Especially in the black community, especially in the brown community. You know, I, I will say this. I, I think I think because of the way this country has been formatted and it's just some of the things that, you know, transpired over the centuries, there's just this ugly stigma with adoption. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if if you have a heart, mm-hmm. uh, sis, like you and my brother-in-law do, you know, love is love and children it are sure children. Is. Yep. You know, it's just, you know, something on a different level. So, no, thank you for sharing that. That That's that's powerful. And I hope y'all, you know, took a lesson from that. Um, you know, as we wrap up, sis, and again, thank you for spending some time with me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just want you to talk about just really quick, you know, well, you know, however long you, you mm-hmm. think you need to get this out. Just just being a black woman, just being a black woman on this earth, wherever, where, where you came from, your journey where you are today, just being a black woman and it's and its greatness and its awesomeness and and how just absolutely being a black woman is just that. Is it is. It's just that. Say that. And and they want to be like us, but they can't. And I think the the my sister said that, y'all, not me. My sister said they can't. Yeah. You you can't hold nothing to a black woman in all ways, in all I don't care, in in her mind, in her spirit, in her body. It you no one has a swag like a black woman. Ooh, Nobody. Same. Same. I don't care what shape she is, I don't care. You you just you you can't emulate her. You you can't. She is who she is, mm-hmm. and she's strong. And I think that comes from the line, the bloodline from way back. It's mm-hmm. a bloodline. It's, it's a spiritual bloodline. Mm-hmm. You can't touch a spiritual bloodline. You, it, it doesn't matter. You like, even from slavery to now, people say, oh, you should get over there. No, 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 no. You don't understand because you don't feel it. Mm. That's why I say spiritual bloodline is it can come back from the beginning of time of black people to now. You got to feel it. Mm. And there's a lot of black people who feel it, even though they never experienced slavery, they never experienced Jim Crow, they ne- but they feel the, the struggle. Mm-hmm. They feel the everything that uh, our ancestors had to go through. Mm. You can't touch that. That's why when people say to me, oh, well, you know, um, that we need to get a, no, God damn it. No, I don't want to. Shit. I don't want to get over it because that keeps me grounded. That keeps mm. me pushing. That mm. keeps me going. And that's how I feel about that. Love it. Sis. I think you're the only guest to just drop cuss words like that. But oh, it's okay. awesome. No, it's cool. I love it. I mean, you that's know what? I was going to ask you, can I cuss or not? But hey, well, It's all good. Don't worry about it. If they don't like it, turn it off. I don't care. Hey, hey. You know, it sounds like being a black woman is an innate thing. Like, you you have to know it to know it. You you, know exactly. Yeah. We're phenomenal. Yeah. We're, you, you, I mean, <laughs> My sister said y'all phenomenal. Think about it. Think about it. Back in the day when women, and I keep going back to slavery because they were the 
those women were the foundation mm. and what they had to endure and what they had to see they mm. are they 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 we are the remnants you, you know what i'm saying so for a woman to have to go and clean something and come home and her kids were sold mm. for her never to see them again mm. without permission you who can endure that yes sir but yes. a black per, a black woman had to endure that so that's the strength that i say along the bloodline the spiritual bloodline is why black women are phenomenal like they are today mm -hmm. and some of these young women may not get it they may mm -hmm. not understand it but it's in them they just gotta tune into it and when they take that that's gonna push them into doing whatever it is they set their mind out to doing because they got the ancestors on their back pushing mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. sis okay i think that's the deepest conversation we've ever had that that, 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 that hey that is absolutely incredible um I would just like to add one antidote just because I'm your little brother. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and you know this, I know you do. I just, you know, in the conversation, you know, we didn't start with slavery. You know what I'm saying? We the first no. people that have been on this earth. Oh, no. you know what I'm saying? No. But I see what you, you the, the, the endurance of the understanding endurance. that part of our existence is valuable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, we were and, kings, we were queens, but then we had to go through that. This, exactly, that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think that says everything you're saying. Like, there's some things we're going to have to go through individually, exactly. right. but then as a community as well, as a people, yeah. to get to where exactly. we need to be. Just yeah. like my husband said, you know, we, and he makes sense. When we see each other, we should be saying king and queen. You know, those are the, those are the titles that we should be using Absolutely. because that's where we came from. But yeah, we did have to deal with the slave. We did have to deal with that, but we dealt with it and we're still here. Just like Native Americans, we're still here. They tried to say we not, we now you know between our tribes, they say we don't exist. Well, I'm here, I'm a living proof of a bloodline of a Native Americans. And we don't even say Native, Native Americans, we say Native because we were Natives before America was even native. Y'all just, just <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> just, my sister said, my sister said we dealt with it. What? What? Yeah. We dealt with it. That, that's with that's it. that's that's sis. Thank you. Thank you. That, I needed that energy not only for the show, uh, but just for today as well. That was powerful. That 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 right there, that that right there sealed my day. Um, before we go, I want you to tell your 16-year-old some your 16-year-old self something. My 16 year old girl. <laughs> I, and I'm going to be honest. Some of the things my 16 year old self was doing, some of the things is like, no, you know, you know better. Mm. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, you blossoming. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you, you're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. You're going to be fine. You know, you, you, you're doing okay. Just mm -hmm. keep going. Yeah. You know, you, you're going to hit some roadblocks. You're going to dibble dabble, you know, but you're going to be fine. And look at that. Look at me, 65. Look at you, sis. Look at you. God um, is good. Well, hey, I'm a, uh, I'm sure your 16-year-old self would, would appreciate those words of wisdom. Oh, right? yes, she would have. Right. She would uh, have. Yes, right. she would. Um, sis. Yes. Where can the folks find find your business if you want to share it? I am at Solano Shea Butter Boutique. It is at 750 Texas Street, downtown Fairfield. Telephone number 707-975-7675. And I uh, sell uh, unrefined shea butter. I sell body butters. I sell African soap. I don't get my African soap from down the street. I my African um, soap comes from Ghana. I strictly deal with them. Mm -hmm. My stuff that I make, body butters, I make it by hand in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So there's no there's no um, preservatives. There's no synthetics. There's nothing. So people, you know, and I custom make them. Mm 
to however a person wants them. As far as seamstress, I'm a, I am a seamstress. I do alterations. Um, I do sewing lessons. Uh, I love teaching children um, the fundamentals of sewing because it can take them to places they hadn't even thought about going, especially if they're into fashion, especially little black girls. I, I've taught them and I could see the smiles on their face. Like, look what I made. Yeah, look what you made. And I always tell them, I give them a book and I say, what, look in that book. What do you want to make? I want to make this. Okay, well, I'm going to get you to the point where you can make that. And then I'm going to show you how you can make money from making that. So it's a skill. It's a lost skill. Some people may think it's, oh, old fashioned. No, no, because all the clothes you're wearing and you paying big bucks for, you can make it for yourself. There you go. Hey, folks, um, what, what's that saying? You could, you, could, you could teach someone to fish or you can show them how to fish or you can fish there you for go. them. Hey, exactly. Young ladies, go go learn that game. It's going to right. it's it's free, it's it's a free bag, so to speak. Sis. Yes. Thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart. You know I love you. I adore I love you. you too. Uh, yes. I have nothing but high praise for you. Thank you for everything you've done. Uh, not just in my life, uh, but my family's life, uh, my, my brother-in-law's life, uh, my niece's life, my nephew's life are multiple 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 number of cousins lives uh, you're a phenomenal uh patriarch of this family thank uh, you you are you are an outstanding role model um your your beauty your 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 brains your 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 just your heart your open heart um is 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 unparalleled in in this family structure and this dynamic uh i'm proud to call you my sister and, and i love you Till, till, so that there's no more love available in the in the atmosphere of this world, sis. Hey, we share the same womb, just me and you. <laughs> yeah, say that, say that part. Say that. Ain't part. nobody else but me and you share that. No one else has. That's it. That. Thank you. Thank you, sis. I love you too. That, hey, thank you for allowing me to share that. Rent <laughs> <laughs> <Brent> free. <laughs> Uh, folks, that was the show today. Public comment. Uh, uh, my wonderful guest is my beautiful, my only sister, my only sibling, uh, the beautiful <laughs> Jane Wesley. Um, you know, it's public comment. It's how we do. Uh, it is the summer series, Black Women 2023, highlighting and sensationalizing the wonderful Black women uh, that are currently here on this planet doing phenomenal things just in their everyday life, uh, just making a difference and, and paving the way and uh, handing the torch off, so to speak, to, to our younger folks. Um, that's gonna be it for today. Please share this uh, with your loved ones. It was insightful, it was valuable, it was ins inspirational. Hopefully it was some historic information in there as well for you people. You know where to find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, and like I always say, um, have a conversation with someone that don't look like you. Exactly. Um, you might learn something if you shut up and be quiet. Mm -hmm. Beautiful black people. Until next time, you know I love you. Hello. Shout out, bird.